Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good morning! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time to wake up. <laughs> it's five. We're live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show. Your early morning shot of sports on 95.7. The game. Come on! Oh, yes. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to this beautiful and not wet Tuesday morning here in San Francisco. All of you getting off work, getting on work, getting ready for school, getting ready. Well, maybe you got a kid. Maybe you got a three-month-old that keeps you up all night. Maybe you got a toddler that won't go to sleep. If that's the case, hop on YouTube, turn it on, download that Odyssey app, Favorite 95.7 The Game, get a nice cup of coffee, and join me, Joe Spadoni, right here on 95.7 The Game. We appreciate you, I appreciate you, and we got an awful lot to get into today. We know the 49ers opponent, ladies and gentlemen, the Dallas Cowboys. And they just absolutely destroyed the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last night. The final score does not indicate how much of an ass-whooping that was for the Cowboys in Tampa Bay and what could be Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time. That could be his last game. And sometimes it's not pretty, the way it ends. You know, we thought last year with Tom... In the summer, it's like, oh, we got the reports. Schefter, oh, he's done. Tom's hanging it up. And then two weeks later, eh, I'm not done. And if you're Tom, last year would have been fine. You know, he had that awesome comeback. He nearly beat the Rams, who went on to win the Super Bowl that year. And then, comeback came short. He lost. The whole Giselle saga. He's now divorced, obviously. That whole saga, we've followed along all season. It's been a very tumultuous season on and off the field for Tom Brady. Not going to get into his personal life, but clearly you could see he was affected by something last night. And whether that's the realization that he's done in the NFL, whether that's he's moving on in his mind from Tampa Bay, something was off last night. And something's kind of been off all season. Again, you can point to his personal life if you would like. It's a lot of drama going on there. But that's a conversation for another day. Tom Brady is out. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are out. Todd Bowles is out. Cowboys are still in. And they will be heading to Levi's Stadium 
Next Sunday, it is the last game on the slate, so all the matchups are here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go through them all. Saturday, 1.30, Jags-Chiefs. Saturday, 5.15, Giants-Eagles. Sunday, noon, Bengals-Bills. And then Sunday, 3.30, how about them Cowboys against the San Francisco 49ers? Doesn't get any better than that. We saw the matchup last year. That is the most recent we've seen the Cowboys. It was in the playoffs. In Jerry's world, when this happened. The game's over as they keep in bounds. Dak has to get this out of bounds or he's taking a shot to the end zone. This is scary because I would take a shot to the end zone here when they're in the sideline defense because you actually can hold on to the ball. You need someone, San Francisco, to get to the quarterback here. Prescott takes off running the football. Whoa, I don't think this is going to work out. It will. They'll be able to talk this. They were playing for it. It's Four. down, down. Oh, my gosh. Oh, the official gets in the way. The game's oh over. Gosh. The game is over. Oh, he did. Oh, man. Tony Romo, Cowboy at heart, thought they had enough time, and they did not. It was one of the more boneheaded plays in the playoffs last year, and it cost the Cowboys a chance to at least tie it and maybe take the lead there in the final seconds. And... Just a total S show at Jerry's World. You had the fans throwing stuff. You had Dak Prescott calling out the fan base and then backtracking. It was just, it was a mess. And if you're a 49ers fan, you love to see it. And now you're at home. And now you got Brock Purdy. You don't have an injured Jimmy Garoppolo like you did last year. And you still beat him. You have Christian McCaffrey. You have a defensive front that's playing lights out. You have a secondary that's okay. And that's going to be the matchup to look at for me is Dak Prescott, Dalton Schultz, CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, T.Y. Hilton, all those dudes that they have, Pollard, Zeke. That's secondary for the 49ers because that secondary of Tampa Bay last night got roasted. It got morning roasted. Shout out Bonte and Shasky. They're fired up. I know Shasky wanted this matchup. Bonte wasn't sure. I think Bonte wanted the Bucks, but you know what? I think secretly he's pretty happy to see the Dallas Cowboys because Bonte was the one that went down to Jerry's World last year, and he had a hell of a time. I remember that. So 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. 49ers fans, YouTube chat as well. Hello, YouTube. I want to hear from you on this matchup. 49ers-Cowboys. Your initial thoughts? The matchups you're looking at? Are you a little nervous after watching that team last night? I mean, it's playoff football. One, you, you win or you don't. You win and you're out. So it's always nerve-wracking for me as a fan anyways, whenever you're watching. It's not the same as baseball. It's not the same as basketball. Unless it's March Madness and your college team is in it. But if you lose one of those games, you're fine. You know, we got in the game the other day, we're fine. No. Win or you're out. Cowboys, Niners, doesn't get any bigger than that. So we're going to be breaking that down all week leading up to kickoff. Again, the schedule. Jags-Chiefs, Saturday, 1.30. Giants-Eagles, Saturday, 5.15. Bengals-Bills, Sunday at 12. And Cowboys-Niners at 3.30. And we'll have all that coverage for you leading up. Pre, the post, what have you. And we'll be breaking it all down Monday. And man. It's just those iconic brands in the NFC. 
When you think of the NFC, and honestly, I think you could make a case all four of the iconic brands are in the NFC right now, and Roger Goodell and the NFL must be licking their chops because they're having one of these major franchises guaranteed to be in the Super Bowl now. Giants, Eagles, Cowboys, Niners. Hell, three of the NFC East teams we usually hate seeing every single year on TV, right? On all those primetime games. God, I can't stand Why are they putting the Washington Commanders for Philadelphia? Like, I don't care. Well, it was the NFC beast this season, and those teams deserve to be at the top. We all thought it was going to be the AFC West to be this team, right? Everyone was like, oh, Broncos, Chargers, Raiders, Chiefs. We thought three of those teams might be able to do what the NFC East is doing right now with the Giants, Eagles, and Cowboys. It's pretty impressive. And it all culminates this Sunday at Levi Stadium. So I want to hear from you at 888-957-9570-888-957-9570. could you imagine the NFL doing like a best two out of three? That would be brutal. It's like, all right, let's play this Sunday. All right, you got one day off. Come back on Tuesday. Let's go again. It's like, oh, that's not enough rest. I don't care. We're trying to maximize this revenue. Hell, Thursday night games already feel like it's pushed. Could you imagine if they were doing every other day? I don't think that's... NFL Players Association never allow it, but it's just fun to think about. It'd be brutal. It'd be brutal, brutal football to watch. It'd be like... I don't even know what's the lowest form of college football. Turkey Tech University versus... Troy. Sorry, Troy, for any Troy alumnus out there listening on the Odyssey app. 650, I'm not nervous about the Cowboys kicker, Brett Maher. Oof. You know, I was laughing at the guy early because it was just, I was laughing at the absurdity of it. And then I kind of felt bad. I was like, I saw it was a Ross Tucker who is an Odyssey NFL insider, former offensive lineman. He does a lot of games on the radio side for Westwood One, I believe. And he was saying, he's like, listen, I've know my parents when I was playing just were sick to their stomach if I just had a holding call or a penalty. I couldn't imagine missing four extra points and millions of people are laughing at you and your parents are in the stands. I kind of felt bad for the guy. I'm not going to lie. I felt bad. Just if you've ever been an athlete and stuff like that. Now, if you're a Niners fan, you don't care about that. So please, I'm not worrying about this guy's feelings right now, right? I need to worry about winning. And if him having the yips is going to help me win the game, then by all means, keep missing. I get it. I kind of just felt a little bad, though. That's just me. Maybe I'm too soft. My millennial generation, maybe we're too soft. I don't know. Soft little millennials. But I felt bad for Matt Maher. Hey, he redeemed himself. He got the one towards the end there. He's fine now, right? All it takes is the one to see it go through. The yips are a real thing. You've seen it with pitchers. Hell, you've seen it with penalty takers in soccer. And you've absolutely seen it with kickers. It's all mechanics-based. Gets in their head. Psychological. They can't do it. And that's what we saw take place last night in Tampa Bay as the Cowboys beat the Buccaneers 31-14. to Four missed PATs by Brett Maher, which is a concern heading into this game if you're a Cowboys fan. 415 Xfinity Mobile Text Line. You guys are lighting it up here. Appreciate you. 888-957-9570. Again, if you would like to get involved, 
957-9570. Also YouTube, hit me up there, at Spadoni underscore Joe on Twitter. If the D-line can't get home, Hufanga and co. could be in for a long night. It's a great point. You saw it at times last night. Vita Vea breaking through, and he's a hell of a player for the Bucks. You saw Akeem Hicks occasionally, but for the most part, that Dallas offensive line, and we need to see what the availability of Jason Peters. I know he left that game. They're starting left tackle last night with a hip injury. Not sure if he came back. I didn't see him come back. They didn't announce it on the broadcast anyways, but that could be a concern. But most of the night, I mean, Dak Prescott, tip of the hat. This guy was playing his worst football of the year, and that might have been his best game ever as a professional in this league. That was that was impressive. That was absolutely impressive. 25 of 33, 305, five total touchdowns, four throwing, one rushing. That was impressive. You had Tony Pollard, 15 carries, 77 yards. Zeke, eh, didn't do much. 13 carries, 27 yards, but he, hard runner. Dalton Schultz, 7, 95 yards, two tugs. CeeDee Lamb, touchdown, four receptions, 68 yards. Michael Gallup, he was just spreading it all over the field. You got T.Y. Hilton as a, hell, a fourth option on that team. It's doing pretty good. You're doing pretty good. So listen. I thought this was the tougher matchup, just stylistically heading in. I know I talked about yesterday, you never want to go up against Tom Brady and the GOAT. Just that fear factor, but with that defense, Tom wasn't beating anyone. Tom wasn't beating anyone with that defense. When you have a a weak and soft head coach like Todd Bowles refusing to go for it at midfield when you're already down two scores, what the hell are you doing? That team sorely missed Bruce Arians. It was on full display last night. Not only in the play calling, which looked old and vanilla if you're a Bucks fan. Brian Leftwich, he's getting fired. He's axed. Two years coming off a Super Bowl win. You thought maybe he'd be a head coach. He had offers, right? Didn't he have a Jacksonville Jaguars offer in hand? And he turned it down and Doug Peterson took it? Wow. Things change. Life comes at you fast. If you're not careful, you just might miss it. Something like that, right? Something, something in Ferris Bueller's day off. But, Tampa Bay, that defense, it was roasted all night by Dak Prescott. And you just juxtapose that with the Niners' defense, the Niners have a much better D-line. I know that. Their secondary, definitely more opportunistic than the Bucks' secondary. Better, they're more all pros. Ufanga, right? Let's see. That's the matchup everyone's going to want to look at. All those studs that I just mentioned. Dalton Schultz, C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, T.Y. Hilton, Pollard, Zeke. They get involved in the passing game as well against that secondary. All those guys. Will the Niners' defense be able to hold up? That's the question I have. That's the main question I have for that game. Kicker withstanding. I mean, Brett Maher obviously is a huge question mark at this point if you're a Cowboys fan, and that's got to be frightening with the potential game on the line, and you need a one point to either tie it or go ahead, and this guy's pushing them left and right. So 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. If the Niners take care of the ball and pressure Dak, it's a Niners win. Gary, the secondary, 
will be fine as long as we pressure deck. Is that Gary the secondary? Is that your name, or is or are you just your name is Gary and you put it at the beginning of the sentence? Read that very weird. Sorry, but to your point, take care of the ball, which is what the Cowboys did last night. Tom Brady did not take care of the ball, right? Did not take care of the ball, and that's what happened. They were able to score points off turnovers. It was the Steelers I was thinking of. Was that who it was? Bucks to fire top OC candidate Byron Leftwich. I thought he was in talks with the Jaguars. People were saying it was a Steelers. No. He was in talk with the Jaguars. I was right. Okay. But no, I was right. 408, trying to check me. Leftwich is not getting fired. He's a young star in this league. <laughs> not anymore. Bye-bye. You have a performance like that with the weapons, with the Hall of Fame quarterback like that, and it looked as vanilla as it did yesterday against the Cowboys defense. That's good. It's not great. And he put up that kind of performance. Just deserved to get fired. It was bad. It was bad. Todd Bowles, I think they're going to blow up that whole organization. Tom, he might be gone to another team, maybe. He might retire. Evans might be available. There might be an awful lot of names available this offseason from the Bucks. Because I think that ship has ran its course. That pirate ship is sinking. 408, Xfinity Mobile Tech Line. The Niners have a way better run game than Tampa, so I don't see the Cowboys dominating like they did last night. Let's go Niners. It's true, but it wasn't the running game that was dominating for the Cowboys. It was that passing attack. And, hell, Dak Prescott, I think we sleep on how mobile that guy can actually be. Seven carries, 24 yards, and a touchdown. Long of 11. He was making plays and scrambling with his feet. And one thing that troubles this 49ers defense in the past has been mobile quarterbacks. It's been mobile quarterbacks. And what's, what have we been saying all year? The one team that you don't want to face if you're a Niners fan. And maybe at this point, it's you want to face them so you can prove that you can beat them and that you are the best team. It's the Philadelphia Eagles and Jalen Hurts. But in the past, guys like Mahomes, Josh Allen, they've hurt you. Extending, extending, extending. Oh, nothing's there. Rush can't get to me. I'm just going to run for 10 yards. Hell, we're seeing Brock Purdy do it to other teams. So that's an element also that I'm keeping my eye on this Sunday at Levi Stadium. 415. Xfinity Mobile Text Line. <laughs> Six five zero. You talk down the Niners secondary because of a few slip ups. It happens. Been watching football for thirty five years. Oh boy, this guy knows a lot more than me. Then, Whew. overall, they have been solid for a year, and Lenore is coming on lately. Niners will beat Dallas by ten. They might beat Dallas by ten. I'm still not. The secondary has not been playing well. I'm playing solid, but if. Again, I'm not going to go on this tangent because I just want to keep ramping on the Niners secondary. It's a concern. That's all I'm saying. And that's the one area that I'm looking to exploit if I'm the Dallas Cowboys, Mike McCarthy, Dak Prescott on that offense. That's it. I'm circling that matchup right there because I have the weapons to exploit it. Schultz, hell of a tight end. Lamb, top 10 wide receiver. Gallup, 
Solid number two. T.Y. Hilton, hell, that's a great number four. Right there. It's your receiving death right there for the Dallas Cowboys. Those are good names. It's good names. 408, it's the mobile text line. Tom Brady was terrible last night. Offense was three and out all night because Tom was missing guys and defense was worn out. It's fine. It's fair. I think something was happening. Whether that team was checked out after that first half, what have you. Tom wasn't right. He hasn't been right most of the season again. A lot of turmoil on and off the field for him and that team. We'll see what goes on after this season's ends. Is he going to go somewhere else? I don't think if you're a Niners fan, you're even thinking about Tom Brady anymore at this point. It's all about Brock Purdy. And that's a conversation we're going to get into on the other side. Is Brock Purdy, has he solidified himself already as the bona fide starter for the 49ers next season? And for seasons to come, we'll get into that a little bit more on the other side. But right now, we're looking at this Cowboys 49ers matchup, and it's exciting. It's exciting. Shout out YouTube, all of you. I see you in the chat. Brandon, Cadiz, Cadiz, Cads, however I'm pronouncing that. Apologies. Brady turned it over, but that Dallas pass rush dominated the Bucks O line. They did. Micah Parsons, he seemed to tweak something heading into the half, whatever that was. I think he got his knee hit someone else's, one of the linemen's thigh, whatever it was. But he looked like he was okay after the game. We'll see. Heading That would be a huge loss for the Cowboys. If, he, if Micah Parsons is even a little bit hurt, that's a huge loss for the Cowboys. Just speed-wise. That guy's game is all predicated on speed plus power. And you saw full display last night. That was a ferocious pass rush. And Tom Brady just had no chance. You see Tom try to do a slide tackle at the end of that game, a la Mac Jones? He thought he was Lionel Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo just doing the slide tackle. Tom, you're an old man. You're tearing ACL doing that. What are you doing slide tackling? Pretty sure that's illegal, too. Probably should have been a flag. But it's Tom Brady. They're like, yeah, all right, old man. Go to sleep. Dave Skeezy TVZ on the YouTube chat. What's up, Skeezy? CD is good. He is no Metcalf. And Tampa Bay has no pass rush. Not true. They have an interior pass rush. Vita Vea is legit. He was getting he was getting pressure up that middle constantly all night. But Dak moved to his left multiple times on third down. Extends plays, extends plays, extends plays. You saw that touchdown to Schultz. The second one, I think it was. Just extending, extending. It was impressive. It was impressive. I've That game, honestly, it changed my mind how I felt about the Cowboys last night. I still think the Niners win that game on Sunday, and we'll get into it as the week goes on. But the Cowboys, I feel ma- they feel like they match up very well against the 49ers. And I could see why with that defensive pass rush, an opportunistic st- uh, secondary with Diggs, and again, that offense. If they can keep Dak... Protected and Cowboys throughout Dak's career have one of the best O lines in the league. They're always in top five in all the categories. And if they can keep him protected, it could be a shootout. It could be a shootout at Levi Stadium this Sunday. Absolutely could. Joseph Correa. You related to Carlos, uh, Joseph? What's Carlos doing these days? Ah, 
Sitting out in Minnesota. Hanging out with Kirk Cousins. Joseph Gray on YouTube. Seahawks have better wide receiver options than the Cowgirls. <laughs> well, yeah. If you're DK Metcalf and Tyler Rocket, yes. But I'm taking Dalton Schultz, who's far superior to Noah Fant. C.D. Lamb, he's not better than DK. I'd probably take C.D. over Tyler Lockett, though. And then again, Michael Gallup's a hell of a number two to have. And then T.Y. Hilton. So yeah, to that point, Dak is a much better passer, though, than Geno Smith. I feel like I'm getting paid into a corner that I have to defend the Cowboys constantly. I'm not trying to do it. But I just think we're sleeping on them a little bit. Was no one else impressed by that performance last night? Am I the only one looking at that Cowboys team like... Man, okay. I didn't think Dak had that in him. After that first series, I thought they were done. And that was, listen, they were pedal to the metal that whole night. I thought maybe after all those missed PATs from Maher, four in a row, by the way, yikes. I thought after that, I was like, oh, they're leaving the door open for Tom. They're doing what the Chargers did, but they didn't. They came out, stymied them, and got another touchdown, and then just kept stacking. Their defense was ferocious all night. Tom was flustered, and they couldn't do anything. That was impressive. So are you more confident or less confident about the 49ers beating the Cowboys this Sunday after last night's game? Let me know at 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. Xfinity Mobile Text Line. 510, Zeke looks done. If we stop the run, we stop the Cowboys. Zeke's not the guy. It's Tony Pollard. Zeke might be fine for, like, ground and pound at the goal line. You need a couple, three or four yards. But Tony Pollard's that guy now. He is that guy. He can do it in the running game, in the passing game. He caught three passes last night for 12 yards. Zeke, I know it looked like a bad contract. He hasn't been terrible. Ever since that injury, after he got that contract, it was kind of like, oh, Zeke sucks. It's like, no. He's been solid. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. He's never going to live up to that contract, but he's been a good player. It's Tony Pollard's team now. I think I saw 
I saw someone. Oh, man, that guy on uh, FS1 who likes to do shows with uh, Shannon Sharp. You know, I'd take Tony Pollard over CMC any day of the week. Sure, buddy. Sure. <laughs> 408, expanding the mobile text line. This is an interesting point. Okay. I don't think Dallas looked as good as Tampa Bay just looked bad. Interesting. I think it takes two to tangle there, but to your point, the Bucks' offense, we saw it a few, uh, few weeks ago already against the Niners. They're just stale, old, vanilla. Tom looked bad last night. I'm a huge Tom guy. I think he's the greatest of all time. I think he's a hell of a quarterback. But he looked bad. There's no way around it. If that was the last game, it was pretty disappointing. It's not always kind in your last game in the NFL. Shout out Dan Marino getting walloped. What was it? 60 to like 3 or 50 plus to 3. Something ridiculous. I think Jimmy Johnson was the head coach of the Dolphins then too, if I'm not mistaken. But I digress. We're going to take a quick break here. Come on back. I'm loving all the interaction this morning at 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. mobile text on you guys have been on fire. YouTube chat, I appreciate all of you. Even if we have differing opinions, I love it. You guys are the best. On the other side, we're going to be talking about the man Brock Purdy and why I think he may have just wrapped up the quarterback position for the San Francisco 49ers. Not for the next five years, the next decade. I'll explain why on the other side. This is the pregame show, Joe Spadoni, 95.7 The Game. Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Welcome back. Pre-game show, Joe Spinoni, 95-7 the game. Cowboys beat the Buccaneers 31-14, to and you heard it all last night right here on 95-7 the game, as Dak Prescott had five total touchdowns as they send Tom Brady into uh, potential retirement. Who knows? Tom Brady, might have been his last game as a pro. We were talking about bad last games and final games of people's careers and thank you to the Xfinity mobile text line and if you'd like to get involved it's 888-957-9570-888-957-9570-510 Marino got destroyed 62-7 by the Jags in his last game and that was in the wild card round so thank you that was the game I was looking for yikes wasn't that bad but wasn't all that pretty last night for Tuami as Tampa gets bounced, they just fired their offensive coordinator reportedly. Byron Leftwich, or he's about to get reportedly fired. Who knows these days, but it's all around the interwebs. It's tough going from Super Bowl winner to head coach candidate darling and then staying and then getting next. It's tough business. It's cruel. It's not fun. And I think uh, Tampa Bay is going to be doing a lot of soul searching and blowing up this offseason when it comes to that franchise. But we're not worried about the losers right now. We're about the winners. And the winners that are meeting this Sunday at Levi Stadium are the Dallas Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers. 707. Xfinity Mobile text line. I agree with you that the Cowboys looked really good last night, and they do match up well against the 49ers. 
Prediction is 24-17 Niners on to the NFC Championship. I'm somewhere around there, too. I think it'll be a close game. I still think the Niners win, but last night told me it might be a lot closer than I thought it was initially. And from the 408 and the Xfinity Mobile Text Line, I think you're forgetting to mention a kid named Nick Bosa. I am. But I've mentioned that whole D-line as the reason why I think this they win that game. Tampa, they did not get outside pressure. It was all interior. Bosa, he changes that. If they can keep Dak Prescott contained, because they couldn't do that last night in Tampa. They were getting that interior pressure with Vita Vea, but constantly you saw Dak rolling to his left and, scamper, uh, and scampering around and finding the open man or just running for a few yards here and there. That is an element you have to watch out for. Dak will run. He still has speed. He has recovered well from that foot injury he had, that gruesome one, just a few years ago. So, that is the matchup, if you're the 49ers are looking at, that D-line against that O-line, Dak against that secondary, and then Brock and how he handles the potential pressure of a Micah Parsons on the other side. There's so many fascinating matchups with this game, these brands, I'm so excited. And we're going to have all that coverage for you all day right here on 95.7 The Game, talking about this matchup. It's sexy. Cowboys-Niners doesn't get sexier than that in the NFC. Well, maybe Eagles-Giants, but that's an East Coast thing. I don't know worrying about those. It's a West Coast thing. Niners-Cowboys, Eagles-Giants again. Roger Goodell in New York must be so happy with all those NFC just darlings, if you will. Media darlings. Ratings, markets, what have you. New York, Philadelphia, Dallas, and San Francisco. On the other side, in the AFC, eh, not the traditional powerhouses. Jaguars, Chiefs, Bengals, Bills. Chiefs, obviously, Mahomes. That guy's marketable as hell. He's the face of the league. He is the guy. Bye-bye, Tommy Brady. Hello, Patrick Mahomes. Bengals, Bills? Okay. Bills, I think you want that New York market. A little more of that. But, again, you got one of those in the Super Bowl. I think Roger's pretty happy about that. And you're going to get all the views you want anyways. Hell, we had Los Angeles versus Cincinnati last Rams v. Bengals. Yeah, that's a traditional one. Still broke numbers. Did hella ratings. It was the, the Super Bowl halftime last year with Dr. Dre, Snoop. You had Eminem coming out. All those guys. Kendrick. Was it Mary J. Blige? Yeah, all that. We got Rihanna this year in Arizona. Shout out Riri. Making her comeback tour. Did you get a Chase Center? I need to find that out. I need to get some tickets there. But that's neither here nor there. 888 It's how Brock handles the pressure if there's an element he's brought to this offense is handling potential pressure. You struggle as a... <laughs> I struggle as a Raider fan to give 49ers any benefit of the doubt. That's it. It's because I was a Raiders fan. Thank you. Yes, that's exactly the reason. <laughs> and yes, 5 one the overweight 50 cent at the Super Bowl last year. He was uh, a $1. He was not 50 cent. He was $1. Uh, I have given the 49ers a tremendous amount of benefit of the doubt. That's why I'm picking them to win this game. 5 one I appreciate you listening, though. Two things could be equally true. You can give the, the Cowboys props while also thinking the 49ers are going to win the game. 
I was impressed by that Cowboys performance last night. I really was. I was not expecting Dak Prescott to look like that. That does change a little bit how I feel about this Sunday's game. Not a, the whole thing. I still think the Niners win. Comfortably, maybe not. I thought maybe they'd have a solid double-digit point lead throughout the game. And maybe it's single digits. But I still think in the end, the difference is that 49ers offense, I just don't see the Cowboys stopping it consistently. I think the 49ers defense can at least make a few stops here and there on the Cowboys and maybe get the ball. They've been so opportunistic getting the ball in turnovers. I just don't see the Cowboys keeping pace with Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, Cal Shanahan, and of course, bearing the lead, the man, the myth, the legend that is Brock Purdy. <laughs> YouTube chat. You guys, all the emojis out there. Wow. Look at that. James loves his Brock Purdy. Brandon on the YouTube chat. Did Guru say anything to you all last night? Oh, he's fired up. The Goo is fired up, and I cannot wait for that crosstalk with Willard and Dibs and signing Goo today. Cannot wait for that one. Goo's going to be all decked out. He's going to have the shades. He'll have the jacket. Where's that speech at? I need to find the Guru speech, because that thing... <laughs> last year, when Bonte was heading... Here it is. This is Guru, Daryl the Guru Johnson. Listen to him every day, Monday through Friday, 12 to 3, with Steiny. Here's Guru talking about Bonte Hill. You know Bonte, host of the Morning Roast. Talking about his trip down to Jerry's World last year for the playoffs. I've been holding it in all week, guys. Bonte, I hope you have a great flight. But I also hope you have the worst experience of your life in Dallas. So you know what that means. You see what I'm wearing. You see the star. Shasky, I want to go back to the playoffs. Well, guess what, my friend? You are in the playoffs. I hope it's short-lived, and I hope by Sunday night you two are hurt like it ain't no tomorrow. I talked to my guy, Michael, the playmaker, Urban. I'm fired up. So let's go, Dallas. Let's go. It starts now, Dak. Let's go. That was Guru last year. I could only imagine the speech he's going to have this week. If he's going to have one at all, I don't know if you could top that. Also, we all know the greatest speech of all time in the history of the station was his pregame speech for the Celtics, in which the Warriors ended up winning, what was that, three straight after that. They didn't lose a game. It was night-night. They didn't lose again. So, Daryl the Guru Johnson is fired up. Dave Skeezy on the chat. Tampa was 8-9. And a point differential was crazy bad. They were a bad team that made it. Like last year, you run Micah, put them, put hands on him. You were overhyping if you were feeling blowout-like or worse than last week. Okay. I just know what I saw from Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys against the Washington Commanders most recently, and it was bad. Dak looked horrible. He was throwing pick sixes, and he lost to Sam freaking Howell, rookie, making his first start in the league in the last game of the year when the Commanders were just punting on the season at that point. So, listen, maybe it is that. Maybe it was just Dallas beating a bad team like the Niners beat the bad Bucks a few weeks ago. A few months ago at this point. I should probably stop saying a few weeks. But, that element of Dak Prescott, and I think that's what it comes down to if you're a Cowboys fan, is Dak going to make the plays and is he going to limit the turnovers? And on the flip side, are the 49ers going to create those turnovers? 
We shall see. And I can't wait to break it down all week with all of you, and I appreciate all of you on the YouTube chat and the text line. So 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. we got one more segment here for you before tossing it over to Joe Shasky and Bonte Hill. they got Brian Baldinger, Baldy at 7.30, like they do every single Tuesday. So Baldy's going to be previewing this matchup, what he saw the 49ers win against the Seahawks, what he saw last night, the Cowboys beating the Buccaneers. He'll be breaking that all down with the guys at 7.30. He is brought to you by the Bud Light Guest Line. So that's coming up with the morning roast. And Joe Shasky will be joining me for a little crosstalk on the other side. This is the pregame show. Joe Spadoni, 95.7 The Game. Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Welcome back. Pre-game show, Joe Spadoni, 95.7 The Game. One more segment here for you before tossing it over to Bonte Hill and Joe the Butcher Boy Shasky. I'm sure they are fired up to talk about this game. This matchup is now solidified as the Cowboys beat the Buccaneers last night, 31-14. It's the Cowboys heading over to Levi's Stadium to take on the San Francisco 49ers. That game will be this Sunday at Levi's, 3.30. We will have all the coverage for you right here on 95.7 The Game, leading up to the game, after the game, overtime, double overtime, quadruple overtime, all that sort of stuff. And then I'll be here bright and early, 5 a.m. on Monday morning, breaking it all down. Cannot wait. I mean, this is the storied matchup of the NFC of the last 30 years. Just going back to their rivalry in the 90s, hell, 70s, what have you. It's just an old NFC rivalry that you love to watch. Something about that star triggers Niners fans. And something about the SF and that red and gold triggers Cowboys fans. It's silver and blue, red and gold. They clash. That's perfect. We're going to get a hell of a clash this Sunday. Well, you're hoping for a blowout if you're a Niners fan. Those are the best kind of playoff games, especially at home against the Cowboys. Cowboys sneakily never lost at Levi Stadium. Only two games, but 2-0. 2-0 at Levi's. But as of late, it's the Niners. They had the win most recently against them, and it was in the playoffs. And I think we all remember uh, what happened there. And let's relive it. The game's over as they keep in bounds. Dak has to get this out of bounds or he's taking a shot to the end zone. This is scary because I would take a shot to the end zone here when they're in the sideline defense because you actually can hold on to the ball. You need someone, San Francisco, to get to the quarterback here. Prescott takes off running the football. Whoa, I don't think this is going to work out. It will. They'll be able to clock this. They were playing for it. It's Four. down, down. Oh, my gosh. Oh, the official gets in the way. The game's over. Oh the game is over. Tony Romo is still the best part, and that's Tony Romo, Jim Nance, CBS Sports. (laughs) No, they will. They're fine. Oh, no, they're not fine. That was still the funniest ending I've ever seen to a playoff game. Like, what are you doing? Just so many boneheaded plays, so many penalties. The Cowboys were just so undisciplined. That's something I noticed last night, actually. Kind of crazy. 
not a lot of penalties last night for the Dallas Cowboys. Interesting. That Bucks team must have really stunk. That's what a lot of you are saying on the text line in the YouTube chat, and shout out to you guys, 888-957-9570. The Bucks stink. That may be true. Maybe they're just not good. Maybe they are. They just were that team that the Niners blew out, and we are giving too much credence to Tom Brady, Mike Evans, those champs. Two-year removed champs, albeit, but maybe we were giving too much credit to them. And the Cowboys just needed to do what they needed to do. They handled them. Nothing to see here. The Cowboys are still the same old Cowboys, up and down like they've been all year. But I think it swayed my mind. I wonder if it swayed yours at 888-957-9570. Are you more or less confident in the 49ers winning this Sunday against the Dallas Cowboys after watching last night's game? More or less confident. 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. What's the key to the matchup for you this this week, we've been talking about it, and we'll be talking about it all week. I said it at the start, I still think it's turnovers. Who's going to blink first? Is it going to be Dak, who's notoriously has done it in the past? Or is it going to be Brock Purdy, who doesn't know any better? Who just isn't phased by anything? That's what it's going to come down to. Protecting the football, special teams, and defensive plays and stops. I think the Niners make more defensive stops in this game, and ultimately that's the difference. But we have so much to get to from now till then. And we're going to be breaking it down all here, right here on 95.7 The Game. As Joe Shasky walks in, decked out in Niners gear, the Steve Young. I'm not great with jersey numbers, Joe, but I do know some. The number eight, it's classic. Joe Shasky joining me here on the pregame show. And Joe, it's the Cowboys. You wanted the Cowboys. And my question to all the listeners this morning and to uh, the YouTube chat, are you more or less confident in the 49ers' ability to beat the Cowboys after last night's game? Oh, I think this is going to be a great game. Okay, I, I, This, to me, is, this is a big boy matchup. Yes. Um, I love this for both sides. Because, look, do I want the easiest path because I want to win a Super Bowl? Like, yeah, of course, a lot of people want that. But on the other side of me, is like, this is kind of the way it's got to be. Yeah. Like, if the Niners really want to, like, do something special, don't you got to go through teams yes. like the Dallas Cowboys? And, and I don't want to hear it anymore. If the, Oh, the, the Niners had an easy schedule. Oh, they played you. No. They're playing what they're going to either be playing the Cowboys, and they are playing the Cowboys, or the Philadelphia Eagles, or a team that just beat the Philadelphia yes. Eagles who were the best team. So I don't want to hear that it was an easy path. I, I came in, I had wrote down all these different topics. Just, like, Niners-Cowboys, you know, brainstorm. These are the things that come through. An argument can be made. This is the best team they've played since the Chiefs. And I don't even know what the counter-argument to that is. No, I can't even really think of one. Maybe, like, the Raiders, talent-wise, should be good. And, like, they gave them, like, a run for their money. But come but on. Their, but their defense is nowhere near the exactly. Cowboys' defense. That's the thing. Exactly. So other than that, absolutely. The Cowboys, they're the most complete team since the Chiefs that they have played. I'll say that, absolutely. An argument can be made. Jed York is a top-six owner in the NFL in the last <laughs> decade. Yeah. Arguments. No, I'm just saying. Like, yeah. like he's been to multiple Super Bowls. No, no, oh. They've been to the playoffs like seven times. Oh, you know, you're right at tat tatting all your oh, the, your list that you wrote down. Yeah, Absolutely. Like, okay. Yes. Like Jerry Jones wishes he was Jed York oh, right yes, now, totally. which is crazy to say. That, yes, it's crazy. Think about it. At one point, Jerry Jones was the young upstart new owner. Yeah. Who was coming for Eddie D stuff? Yep. Jed is coming for the Jerry Jones power in the league. Yes. Because you look around and there's a lot of newer owners, and slowly he's now got 11, 12 years of equity. Kind of feels like the swan song that Al Davis had in 2001. 
one. Hundred percent. Right? That's what it kind of feels like. And this is Jerry's best chance yes. to win a championship. Yes. Right. Like I let's agree. call it what it is. It's the NFC East and the Niners. And yes. then I look at the Niners. Like okay, Purdy, Dak, two four-year starters in college, overlooked in the draft, yeah. went late, took someone's job in their rookie year. Yeah. Wow. Kind of wild. It is. Right. Look at the run game. They've got multiple people who I think are dynamic players. Like, and a lot of people think Zeke is finished, and we could have that argument. Pollard is legit. Yes. Right. McCaffrey, legit. Yes. Um, these are two teams that have built outstanding rosters. Say what you want about the GM, Jerry, and, yes. and his family. John Lynch, they've done a great job. Yes. Great job. Yep. And and they've moved off of elite talent. Yes. Buckner, the Niners moved off of. Don't really miss him right now. No. You know? Uh, uh, Amari Cooper, the Cowboys moved off of. Don't really miss him right no, now. No, they don't. Which okay. was surprising. Like I thought, absolutely. And, and to your point... I know a lot of people on the text line are hitting me. It's like, CeeDee Lamb, he's not like DK Metcalf. He's not Tyler Lockett. I think he's CD's, really good. He is. I think CeeDee's better than Tyler Lockett. I don't think he's better than DK. He's a hell of a player. So, Dalton Schultz is far superior to Noah Fan. Uh, like, that guy Their is, personnel's legit. Yes. Can we, can we acknowledge yes. that their personnel's legit? Yes. 13, uh, Gallup can play. Obviously, we know T.Y. Hilton can play. you got DPOY candidate versus DPOY candidate. Yeah. You've got basically the modern Lawrence Taylor versus what I would say is like the Niners. He's, he's very different, but like the Niners' modern version of what Charles Haley was for them. Right? Yeah. Okay. And then, and then you've got two hyper aggressive ball hawking players who will make big mistakes. Hufanga on one side, <laughs> digs on the other. It's a great, yeah, it's true. I mean, I'm, I'm going through this. Is there a team you love to beat more in sports oh, than the Dallas Cowboys? That's great. Is it's it Yankees? Question. Is it Lakers? It could be whoever you want. Yeah, whoever you want. Yeah, right. That's a great question. It, is Niners Cowboys a top five rivalry in sports? Ooh, that's a good. See, because I was going through this, I was like, I was looking at both matches of NFC. I was like, and by the way, Roger Goodell licking his chops oh, that one of these franchises the are going to be the like because I was just printing money. I was juxtaposing it with the AFC. I was like, yeah, you got the traditional powerhouses of the NFC and all those markets, and then you got Jacksonville and Cincinnati on the other side, and Kansas City and Buffalo. Now I think Buffalo and Kansas City are probably going to be one of those two teams, but it doesn't matter because you have one of those markets in the Super Bowl regardless. Well, and for college football fans, which, again, second most watched sport in America yeah. is college football. It's True. not the NBA. It's not Major League Baseball. Second most watched sport is college football. Yes. Trevor Lawrence That's... is a well-known commodity. Facts. That is, you know what, I didn't even think about that. He is a guy. He is the future face exactly want to be so that's a good point and i'm just i'm looking at this matchup niners cowboys like this this has everything that you want yeah. these are two of the best brands in sports if i gave you all right american sports top 10 brands yankees lakers celtics cowboys niners are in there i think i think so too um it's new york giants you gotta go to the dodgers new york dodgers are in there and then you get. Yeah. Do the Warriors get in there? Warriors, do they sneak in there? Yeah, well, if you're going by value of franchise, Knicks, yeah, like yeah. even like if they're bad, like like value of but, franchise, absolutely. But no, to your point, absolutely. Like these, these and are then Giants, Eagles. Players. Are you kidding me? Like I mean, that's it, that's the matchup, like right there too. Well, even Niners, Eagles would be huge because yes. you'd have East Coast, West Coast, and even New York Giants yes. versus the 49ers would be massive, or the New York Giants versus Dallas yeah. Cowboys. You've got the state of Texas versus California. Oh. We've been fighting for Elon <laughs> for you know I'm teasing, but you <laughs> fight know for Elon. Yeah, that's what the bull is. <laughs> you, you know, but like, like this is this has got everything that you're looking for, and I think that what makes these rivalries great is the cross generation 
generational stuff, right? Like going back to the 70s, Niner fans have hated the Cowboys and vice versa. And every 10 years or so, we get these multiple matchups in the playoffs and, and they're just amazing. And then think about this one. Mike McCarthy, Shanahan. McCarthy has the one Super Bowl that Shanahan doesn't have. True. McCarthy was the offensive coordinator who was sitting there pounding the table for Alex Smith before he left after one year. Like he, there, there's just so much in this. You got two coveted defensive coordinators. Like, there's, I could just keep rattling things off. It's pretty wild. And it, well, Dan Quinn versus Kyle Shanahan. Right? Like, that's the one that right? I keep thinking on. We saw, because right? we saw it last year. It's like, Kyle Shanahan wants to kill Dan Quinn. Not only because, like, he, well, actually, no. Because Kyle Shanahan took all the flack for that 28-3 blown lead. 100%. And it should have been Dan 100%. Quinn. He was the head coach. He was a defensive coordinator. Kyle Shanahan did his job. He scored 30-plus points. Yep. yep. Like, like, if I'm Kyle, I want to bury Dan Quinn, who, by the way, is getting head coaching, like, interviews. Like, no. I'm going to show you what Dan Quinn really mm-hmm. is this week, and he's a fraud. Tobiko Ryan's should be the guy going to Denver. My guy, not Dan Quinn. I don't know why anyone <laughs> would want to take that Denver job with well, Russ, but I, I hear you. Yeah, like Harbaugh already pulled out. <laughs> like, what does Debo have for an encore against the Dallas Cowboys Ooh. after what he did last year? It's true. I mean, the, I I truly think these two teams hate each other. Oh, I believe it. Who's got the better offensive line? See, I was thinking the Cowboys. They just lost lo- uh, Marcus Peters last night. Or, Jason Peters, sorry, Jason Peters, Peters. Yeah, ex-Eagle. Yes, yes. Uh, he had a hip injury. I don't know if he's going to come back. The guy's 40 years old, by the way. Future Hall of Famer. It's wild to yeah. me that he's still playing. So I'll monitor that. But f- even when he was gone, like he just, they didn't skip a beat. When they would get interior pressure, and it was kind of consistent because Vita Vea is legit. He's yeah, a star. Yeah. But they weren't getting outside. So when they were getting the inside pressure, you just noticed Dak rolling out. Mm-hmm. Rolling out. Oh, his contain- mobility was great last yeah, night. They couldn't contain him. The Niners, they can contain Dak. That, yes. And that's going to be a huge question mark. And Joe Shasky, he's going to be breaking I'm up. sorry. I'm no, so no, no, fired no. I'm fired up, too. You got me more fired fired up after coming in here with all your Niners you're decked out. That's Joe Chassie. He's going to be joining Bonte Hill next. Brian Baldinger, he's going to be joining the boys oh, at 7.30 every Tuesday. Wait. He'll preview that matchup. Former Cowboy Brian Baldinger, by the way. He'll be getting very interested in that game, I'm sure. He'll be brought to you by the Bud Light Guest Line, so that's coming up next. The that, Bud Light Guest that's Line? That's right, Bud Is Light. Is that new? That's new. There you what, go. I, was I sleeping on something? You were My sleeping bad. on it. There's a full read that Bonte's going to hit next. This was the pregame <laughs> show. Joe Spadoni, Morning Girls next, 95.7 The Game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.